Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy, and it's our 100th episode! 100th episode! Give or take. No, no, it's our 100th. Give or take. Yeah, because you never include the or the like the special shit. No, I don't. Why? Because it doesn't count. Uh, okay, well, Obviously. this is probably like our 105th episode, but since, you know, John is all weird about In the actual stuff, continuity, it is 100, so we're happy. You're the one that said We treat this as 100-ish. I would have never questioned it, but well, you were the one who I'm just all... saying. <clears throat> okay, and, and to kind of... Thank you so much for joining us for 100 <laughs> episodes, hearing my 12-year-old voice talking and John's very melodious... Uh, uh, you know, manly voice. Well, I was gonna say like tele announcer, like. Oh, like, okay. I'm okay with that. I mean, you also have manly voice. Uh, That's yeah, what I meant. I just have the, the, okay. Thanks, honey. <laughs> oh God. Have a very manly voice. Okay, look, I sound like I was twelve. Okay, yeah. I just you do just not sound like, like a, you sound like a, a like a lady. I am a very, very old woman. <laughs> She's not that old. Anyway, even though I did just celebrate my birthday. Anyway, but we uh, we kind of wanted to go a little bit different from what we normally go through. So no no movie review tonight. Uh, we wanted to talk about different things that do kind of spook you, or at least you know things that might be of a non natural, perhaps even supernatural uh, origin, and that is folklore from about Texas. Well, because you know we're from Texas, so just in case you know y'all haven't heard that enough in any of our podcasts and we wanted to represent our state because we here in texas are pretty damn texan we're we're yeah yeah like at least 95 percent texan oh i say i'm at least you're, you're at least 98 oh yeah i'm very close i'm almost toxically texan uh no you're pretty toxically yeah. texan oh no you can't be toxically texan it's technically not possible oh yeah you could just you just become more texan <laughs> The only thing we don't do is wear cowboy hats. And even then, I do own a cowboy hat. I would own a cowboy hat, but it's very expensive. <laughs> They're really, really expensive. And John has really big hair. Yeah, I do now. Even when I had short hair, though, I was like, oh, I can't fit. Like, it doesn't. You have a big my, head. My noggin don't work with the hat. He, no, it, he has a big head. I have to have a fitted hat. I mean, it's not like an awkwardly mutant head. It's, it's awkwardly it's just, mutant. It's just a big head. He's got a lot of brain in there. So, uh, I, I yeah. look like I'm going to tell somebody to start the reactor. That's so <laughs> just <laughs> so, anyways. So, um, we wanted to give you something special, like how we did for the 50th. Whenever on the 50th, we um read other people's stories, that seemed to work out pretty well. Um, so we kind of just wanted to talk about Texas folklore, um, spooky stuff, stuff that that are well known stories that that all Texans have heard, and maybe even some of you who aren't Texan. Yeah, I mean, some of these stories seem to resonate with with a lot of people. Just there's similarities in other ones, but these are the the quintessential Texas ones of it. You know, even some of the ones that I I know aren't like necessarily from Texas. They're like here. We they're still like you know that's you can't imagine Texas without them. I just heard your Texas twang. Yeah, it got a little Texas. Did you hear? Yeah, like, I was. I was like, it's like seriously, man. You can't imagine Texas. I was watching in a you. <laughs> and I was trying not to do it, but you know it gets you very Texan. That's how we should have done the whole episode today for you. Yeah, we we just left the state, and the funniest thing is, the first thing that happens as soon as I cross that border is I start talking like this, and I'm just like, man, look at all these people driving around in all these weird uh, trucks. It's all crazy out here. Where are the horses? Uh, yeah, <laughs> which I'm like, we just passed through Amarillo, and none of that makes any sense. Yeah, nope, not even a little bit. Um, so the first on our list is actually La Llorona. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen the movie. There's, you know, the curse of La Llorona. Was that one movie. of the ones that we did? I'm sure. I was super excited about it. Because that's what every, like, every Mexican kid or Texan kid has heard that story. Well, the interesting thing to me about this story is I hadn't heard about it beforehand. What? And then, yeah, well, you know, up until like the mid-2000s, it's just not a story that I ever really oh. gone through. I, I went through the, the kids pushing the, uh, the guess, car off the, the train tracks Which thing, we're going to go over. You know, but uh, the thing is, is that I didn't hear La Llorona. Uh, that was, I guess, I don't know, like it's, it just so wasn't, a, it wasn't a big thing. I guess because it, I've... Maybe it's just Mexican kids that hear it whenever they're tiny. 
I guess I didn't think about well, that. Oh, we had a boogeyman. We don't have a crazy I mean, lady trying to kill us. We have us. a Kukui. Yeah. But, no, we don't have which that. is a boogeyman. We have vampires, and, and I'm trying to think of what else we had. My my parents didn't really, like, you know, it was it was less of, like, don't be afraid of of other people. Be afraid of what I'll do to you if you don't do your shit right. <laughs> Meanwhile, all, all Swear of, to me! All, and I was like, ah. All of the Mexican parents were like, you better listen to what the hell you're told. Otherwise, the kukui's going to come and get yeah, you. They didn't need to put shit in my head. They were like, no, your ass is going to do it or I'm going to make you run around the freaking backyard digging and that holes. is digging holes you're gonna be strong you're gonna be smart either way <laughs> and now you're strong and smart yep worked out well so um so la Llorona was uh and, and just to kind of tell you where we got a lot of these from you got them oh, from um, two particular places so uh we actually got it from the caller.com and um only in your state.com so apparently only in your state.com gives you um, the folklore for this different states that you live in, which I think is pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to do more research on it. And unfortunately, I was so focused on ours that I didn't get to look at other states. I didn't really want to get um But you can check them out. Um, yeah, definitely you know, check them out. The, the interesting thing to me is that um, a lot of this stuff, there are Texas folklore societies. There's old Texas books about all the different folk- folklores. There's weird stuff about um, American folklore that you would get into, not just tall tales, uh, you know, things like Pecos Bill, um, John Henry, all those kind of things, but uh, even odder ones. One of my favorite ones was a um, a book uh, talking about different uh, cryptos, uh, and you f- would things like um, hoop snakes and uh, axe handled dogs. And, oh my god, and things John, like that. John told me about oh. the axe handled dog, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" It's a it's a weird thing. Look it up. Check out the just Google it and look at the images. There there are things out there that are. Are very interesting, like the Jersey Devil kind of thing. Yeah, and, but they are quintessentially American, which is really interesting. And these are specifically uh, stuff from our our state. So uh, go ahead and, and let them know about the uh, uh, woman in white, the the crying lady. That's what's, La Llorona. What's what's her? What's that translate to? Do you know? La Llorona. Yeah. The crier. The crier. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. crying lady. John's and... over here taking my darn thing. I wrote down. So La Llorona actually translates to the crier that's actually what that's for and in case you can't guess this woman cries um and i say i use the word woman lightly because she's actually a ghost she's a spoopy she's a spoops so um the i don't actually have her name uh, like the because usually it's, it's always based on a you know something that actually happened so i don't actually know the woman's name who passed in this one but um, this woman, there's many different stories to it, um, which I'll tell you the ones that I know. Um, in one of the stories, there is a woman who has a boyfriend who's very, very wealthy. The, and, um, she has two children and the boyfriend says that he has no intention of marrying her because she has children. Um, in a fit of rage, she drowns her two children, goes back to the boyfriend and says look i don't have any kids anymore we can totally get married and he leaves her ass because she's nuts um in a she she either there's two different ways that this ends in this story which is either the rest of the town finds out what she did and a mob starts and kills and drowns her um and the other is she realizes what she's done afterwards and drowns herself um so the whole legend is that you can see La Llorona, or you can actually hear, well, see and hear her, um, but mostly hear her. It's kind of along the lines of a banshee. Um, so you can see her screaming and crying and um, for her kids, for her niños. And she goes around trying to find them. And she she pretty much takes anybody who is who she finds. A um, lot of creepy stuff out there. Um, I've seen like YouTube videos where it sounds like La Llorona is outside and screaming and it's it's very, very creepy. Well, I mean, they did that whole movie that was uh, the one that was based in the uh, Conjuring. Uh, yes, which know, is, yeah, of, which is, which is the curse. The whole thing. Yeah, which is the curse of La Llorona. Um, and then the other version is that, <clears throat> is that she, uh, she killed her children in a fit of rage whenever she found out that her husband was cheating on her with another woman. Um and then she she kills herself because she's she's devastated that she went you know temporarily insane and killed her own children. Um, you'll find that a lot of Mexican folklore has a lot of uh, children killing. 
No, I mean, which is most folklore does, which is the just, interesting thing to me. It really is. If you ever want to see something really kind of effed up, uh, read the old old Grimm's fairy tales stuff because it's it's a lot of dead kids. Yeah, we did actually get a copy of that for our future kids. That's our way of saying fuck up and see what happens. Yeah, this is probably why we don't have kids yet. It's the fuck around and find out book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, did you want to go off of that? Well, so interestingly enough for me, uh, again, like, I hadn't heard about this one up until, like, probably 2006 when they were starting to do, like... That's just so crazy of, to so, me. And it, it, like, it burst out. Like, so uh, I want to say, like, this movie was starting up, or maybe it was a different movie, but they started doing, like, here's, here's La Llorona. And then it was, like, every single, like, Supernatural TV show had something in there. I remember when Grimm had a La Llorona. Supernatural, actually, the very first episode has a woman in white, which is basically La Llorona. Yeah. Did they have a uh, an actual, like, were they having to fight her off? Or yes. Or is it, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. the very, um, it plays it a lot in, like, the previews and stuff, but she, like, turns their car on and tries to hit them mm-hmm. with their car. Is that the first movie? Is that the I first think it's one the or is it... first or second episode. It's, okay. like, one of the first episodes. Uh, yeah, but, like, they didn't actually have, like, one where it was like, oh, we're having to, f- Sam, we're having to fight a La Llorona. Which, which they should have because Gene, Jensen, what's going on? <laughs> because both Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki are both from Texas. Yeah. So if anyone could say it, well, it's because it's they, them. they needed to have. It's probably when they start got it. It got really popular. It was like post season eight when they're like, no, we have to fight Jesus. It was po- Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, get my cross. It was popular way before that. No, Gene, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to leave. Sammy. <laughs> Pretty much every Pretty episode. Pretty much every season. <laughs> they, they get mad, they break up, and then there's the episode where they have to find themselves again, and then they come back. But so, like I was saying, they had an, an episode from for Grimm for this one. And then it was like, oh, let's go ahead. And so every single, like, and then we had like a bunch of horror movies based on it. We had a whole bunch of them. And now it's starting to kind of die down again, which I thought was kind of cute. But this is, this is such an older, this is an older story. I remember like, you know, when it first came out, people were telling me the way that it happened was the the husband was cheating, therefore she killed the kids and, and he killed her in jealousy. Or she killed uh, herself after killing the kids to to show the husband, you know, who's boss and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to see. I mean, there's there's so many permutations because I do know somebody who also told me uh, when, when they were talking about it was the... Uh, they they told me the the one where it was the boyfriend, like she wanted yeah. to get with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's and that's why it was, this one was kind of hard to do because I have there's a lot of like side notes and stuff like that that I took because there's so there's so many different ways of telling it, um, which happens whenever you have different stories of folklore. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to to pinpoint um, an exact origination story, like where it happened, when it happened. One of the stories that, I, that we're doing, though, does have that. And I was so excited about it because it has, like, the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Like, at least that's a century that yeah, it brings like a, it in. Like a point yeah. in time. You know, of course it would be the 1800s because it's mm-hmm. just far enough away from the Civil War for it to... Like, because it's always so weird to me that, that you have that point in time. Because we had the the ancient Greek culture and so it looked like everything was going better. And then we had, um, you know, Europe and, and uh, we had the Roman Empire... And then it went to shit during the the Middle Ages. And that was kind of our little, like, oh, now we can be dusty cowboy and everything's frontiersy. And I'm like, you know, it didn't look like that to the people who were, like, in Boston during 1880s. True. Like, it didn't, you know, like, there was 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 no delineation. That was just Texas. I think the the Pony Express only ever went for, like, one year. And then, like, you know, we still remember it today, though. Uh, But tell us about the one that takes place in the 1800s. Oh, um, I actually have to find that one. Or, uh, well, I was thinking that would be a good well, transition for the next one. Why don't you actually talk ah, about the donkey the lady? The donkey lady. Um, there's a creek named Will- Woman Hollerin Creek, uh, where it is said the donkey lady resides. A young woman was uh, in a fire? She was, like, burned? Yeah, so the donkey lady was actually burned. Um, and then half of her face was all... Oh, wow. Supposedly supposedly started by her husband and lost uh, her children in the fire. The woman came uh, became disfigured, her skin drooping, her fingers turning into dark stumps resembling hooves. But instead of a horse head, she was given a donkey head, and it is uh, reported that she is seen along the creek, furious and looking for revenge. 
Uh, it's also said that if you drive on the bridge, she will cause damage to your car by scratching and kicking with her hooves while screaming in rage. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that one. Yeah. So I was trying to think of why I actually put the horse head thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I, I've heard of that one where they put like... Oh, a, La Llorona. Yeah. So, so La Llorona actually has a horse head. That's another thing that's in the story. I totally forgot about that. So she's seen with a white gown, mm-hmm. but she has a, a oh, horse they, head. Oh, like, put a horse of, head on her face or yes, something like so the that? Reason, so the reason why they put a horse, or the reason why she has a horse head is to atone for her sins. Mm. So that's why I put in the next story that instead of a horse's head, she has a donkey a donkey head. Okay. The horse head thing, though, that's, like, Greek to me, from what I remember. Like, mm. they, they put, like, horse head on a dude. And, like, eventually, like, somebody realized that he wasn't a horse or something. I don't remember how it worked. Sounds like the Minotaur. It's it, it, Minotaur was, um, uh, you had a king and his wife did horrible shit and they were cursed by the gods. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, same thing. See? Atoning for sins. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so the donkey lady, I, I actually didn't know that either. Um, my friend was said, or my friend is the one who said, yeah, if you drive by Woman Hollering Creek, which we actually have a Woman Hollering Creek. That's what it's called. It's... It creeps me out every like, time whenever the, you drive the whole by it. Quote. Like you have to quote it's like, Oh, what what creek are you driving? Woman Holland Creek. Oh which is actually also referred to as something else, but that's that's the sign that's mm-hmm. on it is Woman Hollering Creek. <laughs> like the green sign that's over all bridges and creeks is that are named yeah. is So yeah, as you drive Woman by it, it's not like, you know, uh here's here's yeah, I'm trying to think of another Seguin Creek or something. Yeah, yeah something like, no, no, it's it's not Seguin Creek or, or even like Dirtwater Creek that we've seen like random like weird one Cook Creek. Here's a oh, yeah. here's a here's a clay clay river creek, you know that kind of thing. And you're like, oh okay, this is it's like Woman Holland Creek, and you're like, ah. So it's it's interesting because I always thought that Woman Hollering Creek was based on La Llorona. That's mm-hmm. what it was named for. Um, but I found out while I was doing research that it is actually for the Donkey Lady. Ah. So yeah, if you drive uh, across her bridge, I guess at night, mm-hmm. um, she will fuck up your car. That's weird. Like with hooves and scratches and screaming and yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's like shotgun time. So, you know, like, <laughs> I don't care no. if you're a folklore. Get off my truck. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, Texan. Yee <laughs> So that's so that was really interesting. I, I really liked the fact that while I was doing research, there was different stuff that I found. So there's actually another woman in white um, ghost who is actually known as the white the white lady of the Frio. Oh, oh, sorry, the white lady of Rio Frio, which is Cold River, right? Cold River, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. You're asking the that's worst. Rio Mexican Frio in the world. Is, a, is a river. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so in the late, so this is the one. So in the late 1900s, um, there were two sisters. Um, the younger sister was named Maria. It doesn't actually say what her, it doesn't actually say what her older sister's name is. Um, but Maria, just like, you know, a lot of young girls wanted to be married, have lots of kids whenever she was older. Um, and that's really what she aspired to was just to be in a, in a very loving, committed, happy relationship. Um, her older sister, since she was older, um, had found a husband named Gregorio. Um, he would, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they got married, they had lots of kids, everything else like the, that. Gregorio and the sister. The, the older sister. Yeah, but not Maria. Maria saw this in jealousy. No, no, she didn't see no, this jealousy didn't... at all. No, no, so she, she wasn't jealous at all. She all just, right. she would have loved for that to happen to she her. She wanted something like that. Yeah, so she actually ends oh, up meeting, right. <clears throat> she actually ends up meeting um, a young vaquero, who John explained to me was a cowboy, um, named Anselmo. So they, the two of these people fell madly in love with each other. Um, Anselmo was a very good man. He would bring her flowers and, and court her and just, you know, oh, just basically head over heels for her. Well, Gregorio slowly throughout the years was falling in love with the younger sister, Maria, because she was so beautiful and young, of course. Um, and so he slowly started to fall in love with her. Well, you know, that, sh- that, that shit doesn't you. work. Yeah. Like, that's not going to work. So he tells, Gregorio pulls um, Maria aside and tells her, I love you. And he, he, he you know, he, he tells her, you know, I have all these feelings for you. Like something was going to happen. And Maria's like, mm, no, I like, I love Anselmo. Like you were not, no, absolutely not. And you're married to my sister. You know what? No. What a creeper. What a creeper. So. Gregorio does not like hearing her say this. He he 
flips out, throws a complete temper tantrum. Um, he actually scares Maria, who runs back home. Um, she's worried for the safety of her sister and her her sister's children. But, you know, you got to look out for you sometimes, especially with the crazy husband. Well, not even your husband. Yeah, crazy. Crazy sister's husband. Yeah. yeah. So she runs back home um, and she doesn't actually leave her house until nighttime whenever she hears something outside. And she believes it's Anselmo who's been visiting her nightly and, you know, courting her and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it courting. wasn't. It mm-hmm. was it was Gregorio. Um, who, in an insane fit of jealousy, shoots Maria right in the heart. And, of course, Maria dies from this injury. And she is now referred to as the white lady of the Rio Frio. And she's actually a different kind of ghost, though. So instead of being um, similar to the La Llorona, wherever it's something to be feared, um, she is actually a kind ghost. Um, If she sees a child... Um, in the cold night, and she will wrap herself around them and keep them warm. Um, she will sit at the edge of a, or she would sit near a child in, in their room to protect them and make sure that they're safe because she wanted children so badly whenever she was alive. Um, which I love this. I love the fact that she ends up being a, just a very, very nice person rather than something to be feared. And a, and a protector because we don't have enough of those kind of stories you know the supernatural is always something to be feared but this in this uh, situation is is this nice you know like story about you've, you've got a, a somebody who wasn't who was taken in the prime of their lives by somebody whom you know they had no feelings for out of their jealousy and they you know she was able to to she spends her time now trying to help people it's it's a lovely story and it's children in particular mm-hmm. but i mean and and honestly out of everybody that who who needs protection children are pretty much the ones that need the most protection yeah, scary world out there i mean might as well have somebody else on there people are freaking terrifying obviously from the crazy brother-in-law mm-hmm. and these are the next one we want to talk about was the brag lights are these the ones that are out of marfa or no so i actually have oh. the marfa ones on there too these are different we we have a lot of lights in texas <laughs> we like which lights. is is so funny the stars shine brightly here clap 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 Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> in, in East Texas, some lucky drivers have been uh, able to see the, is that Saratoga lights? Yep, Saratoga lights. While driving down gravel-covered roads. These lights have been explained as swamp gases or headlights. However, a more supernatural explanation explains that, uh, that the ghostly railroad workers... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That a ghostly railroad worker who was decapitated in an accident. Is this the one with the, the light? The lantern. The lantern guy. Yeah. Ah. Well, hurry up and tell everybody else you're getting all... Uh, excited about <laughs> working on the railroad. Uh, the lights from the lantern as he wanders, searching for his head. Exiting. So, this is a, a fairly long time ago story that I, I remember hearing. Was you had um, a guy... You know who's a, the the light man on the railroad, and he would shine the light uh, as a railroad was coming by, and he died. I, I think it was an accident, like he he just slipped and fell or something like that. Well, this guy gets uh, decapitated. Yeah, and so. he, he he gets his head cut off by the train. Yeah. And then, uh, as time goes on, uh, they will see the light. The light will like waving them off from danger every uh, now and then, yeah. and it's because that's the ghost of the the worker, you know, walking around so trying to actually, stop people from hurting the same thing. Yeah, so it's called the Bragg lights, but it's actually the Saratoga lights. So I don't know why they call it the Bragg lights. Because it's out near Bragg. Oh, yeah, probably. But yeah, so that's always an interesting story. Like I would. I would flip my shit if oh, I yeah. saw that. No, like that I would, would not be the living hell out I of would me. not be okay with that. And then it comes closer. <laughs> like as people like stand there, it doesn't, you know, just hover. It's like someone's coming towards you and I yeah, I can't handle that shit. No thanks. Like I, I obviously I'm not supposed to be here. Um you got something? Go for it. Oh, okay. Um so the next one is actually called El Muerto. Um I really like this story. I had never heard about it and it's actually really, really interesting. So um, a Mexican bandit and horse thief named Vidal um, had stolen horses from the ranch of a Texas ranger whose name was Chad Taylor in 1848. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, specific dates. I love it. Um, so 
once Chad Taylor, the Texas Ranger, discovered that his horses had been stolen, he actually formed a very, very small posse, um, mostly with just his one friend, to go find this horse thief. Um, and while they were on their search, they actually came across another Texas Ranger whose name was Bigfoot Wallace. I wish I was joking, but that is actually what it has <laughs> on the website. You know, maybe he just had big feet. What if what if he searched for Bigfoot for so long they just started calling him Bigfoot Wallace? Imagine if he was looking for something else. And he, like, and he just so happened to find Bigfoot? Oh, there's Perfect Tea Kettle Wallace over there. Perfect Tea Kettle. <laughs> He's been searching for so long for that Perfect Tea Kettle. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot Wallace sounds way cooler. Yep. Um, so, uh, Bigfoot Wallace was also a Texas Ranger, um, so they ended up joining forces, and they went in search of this horse thief. Well, whenever they actually found Vidal and his men, they killed everybody. Because, you know, you don't, you don't steal a man's horses. Well, it's Texas it's, Rangers, it's that's kind of what we do. Yeah, I mean, it's their property. And horses are really expensive. So, anyways... <clears throat> So once they found Vidal and um, all of his men, they killed all of them, and then they beheaded Vidal. So chopped his head right on off, and they ended up mounting Wallace, or sorry, mounting Vidal's body um, onto a wild Mustang. They just strapped him up there. So here's this headless body, and just, you know, sitting on top of a horse along with his head, which they put in a sombrero that was also strapped to the side of him. So technically, he never lost his head because his head was right next to him. Anyways. Well, it's, it's it's how Texans do. Yeah. You know. We, we steal we, our horses. We cut your head off. We put it on a horse. We whack it and send it into the, uh, the frontier. Which is basically what they did. So, um, yeah, Vidal's body, um, headless, was seen by many, many, many people. Um, scared the shit out of a lot of people for obvious reasons. And then they... You know, everybody would, would blame a lot of misfortunes on this thing that they would see, which is, I don't even know how long his body was roaming around like that. Um, but a group of men, or a group of townspeople, I guess, actually ended up cutting him down just so that way they could stop seeing it mm. everywhere, which, you know, pretty it, creepy. It was probably a while. Because I, yeah. I think the novelty of that would probably wear off after a bit, but like... You know, there was like one guy was like, why should we cut it down? No, come on, leave it. It's certain, oh. You know, there hasn't been a horse thief here in a hundred years because there's this rotting body that's on top of a, you know, a horse that can't get this dead guy off, which was really sad for the horse. <laughs> Anyways, so um, the men ended up cutting him off, um, cut, you know, cutting him down and burying the body and the head in a grave. Um, but it is still seen today. I just say run it around. So does that mean that the horse was cursed to to, to join in on the? I afterlife? guess so. Well, yeah, That'd because be he's not he's not just going to be like riding he's nothing. He's stuck there. He's like, ah, oh, damn it, this is where I got to be. That poor it? horse. But yeah, so uh, I didn't want to call it the headless horseman, but that is basically what's going on. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is our headless horseman is, Le Muerto. Well, so admittedly, our headless horseman el, is oh el el muerto. el muerto. Yeah. I always got those confused. Which is is so funny to me too because he's a. Uh, he's the, it's like death and he's yeah. like oh it's death and it's like aha he's obviously a killer of some no it he, was a horse just, thief and we just, cut his head off he just stole horses son of a bitch like i wonder if that was ever like a man i should have left those damn horses alone i should just moved on to the next ranch my head would still be attached to my body i wouldn't be a ghost right now uh, yeah i wonder if that was ever like a second thought for him yeah, probably <laughs> probably after the, the knife came down did, uh, and did now... You any, did you find any in your thing? No, nothing that was Texan. Oh. Yeah, that was my problem. That's where all the good stuff is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you cannot read my writing, please tell me. Ah, el chupacabra. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, yes, we do have, an, and you may know of the chupacabra. I mean, it's pretty, um, it's pretty widely known, I would this think. This is, well, so, not a lot of people know about him, but I, I do know that it is... It was extremely popular for a while, and then it went down. It's like La Llorona is now. Well, so it ended up being extremely popular because somebody, a rancher, actually found a chupacabra. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, um, they sent it to, I think it was Texas A&M. That sounds right. And um, experimented on it. And it ended up being a coyote. Oh, sorry. You know what? Go ahead and read the story. Is that the mutated coyote thing? <laughs> read 
the story first. Well, we had a goat sucker. That's what the the chupacabra. translation is. Yeah, yeah. so chupacabra means. It's a popular legend, uh, fiction or, or reality. Many Texans have uh, reportedly seen a large uh, four-foot creature with spikes, claws, and scaly skin ravaging their livestock and causing massive damage. Uh, The livestock was found with strange puncture wounds and their bodies drained of blood. So it's like it's like a dog vampire, yeah. basically. So the so as like like I was saying, so this this rancher found this chupacabra mm. head. It was just the head, yeah. And they end up sending it off, and it ended up being part Texas A and M actually said that it was part coyote and Mexican wolf, mm-hmm. and it just had like mange and all kinds of other stuff. It probably had a lot of diseases, and because the, the the typical description of a uh, chupacabra is kind of like a skull face. With two protruding, uh, like long, like long tusks, tusks. Kind of. and then like, like you know, razor teeth, like the rest of the way. But red eyes is the way that I'm always, you know, mm-hmm. like I remember seeing them. Um, sp- spikes or quills down the back, and then like like a naked mole rat for the rest of it. it looks like a creepy. Yeah, it's um, it's like a uh, like a really small bald bear. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's horrifying. Like, it's super scary to see. Um, and many people have claimed to see one, but this woman actually did. So whenever she sent it off, that's what they found, and they kind of just, you know. They're like, oh, no, it's coyotes slash something. Slash with Mexican a lot. wolf. And that could be a lot of these things. With you, you run into situations where you've got these creatures that are, are horrible, you know, mutations and just falling apart and yet they're still alive and you're just like, why? Carol, how are you still alive? But but my thing though is that I can't remember and I should have done more research on it, but I can't remember if she actually had them with their blood all sucked out or if they were ravaged. Because yeah. if they were ravaged, that's a very animalistic thing to do. Um, but the blood sucking out though, that's something different. The so, blood sucking was it was usually a part of the story though. Yeah. Exactly. So if that if she wasn't, then maybe it was just a weird dog that she got, and not a chupacabra. You never know. Oh, uh, did you want to tell them about? Uh, we've got. Uh... <laughs> no, you can do that one. Do right. down. So apparently, Texas has a Bigfoot. Yeah, I Who had knew? no idea. I, I had no I idea. Uh, but we got we got Bigfoot stories. Uh, we even have the Texas Bigfoot Research Center. Uh, oh, that's it. The Texas Bigfoot Research Center, and that's it. Nothing. Else. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we've got. Well, there's, we got... there's not a whole lot to go off of for the Bigfoot. It's just, you know, there's Bigfoot out there, which makes sense because we do have like, don't we have like foresty areas? Yes, we have. A, we have several different large areas of. Texas um, is big as hell. Like yeah. it's huge. It takes eight hours to get out from where we're at to like get mostly out of the state. That's that's what everybody and you're tells still you. Not out. You uh, you know, if you're in Texas, uh, you know, and you've got to drive somewhere, and it's going to take two days. The first day is still Texas. Yeah, and it's true because, and most of the second day is actually still Texas, depending on where you're going. Yeah, and, but, and something I learned was the fact that Texas has really, like, I don't know what it is about, like, New Mexico, Colorado, maybe a little bit of Oklahoma, uh, roads, road work. Just Texas, we got some nice roads we comparatively. Have, yeah, we knew exactly when we crossed the border because it was like, oh. It's also probably because it takes us two days to get out of here. So yeah. who wants to ride in a bumpy road for two days? Oh yeah, good point. But, but it was um yeah. There's we've we've got other things too. We've got grasslands, uh, national grasslands. We've got several national uh, forests. We're like a hop, skip, and a jump away from the beach. Um, so Big bend. Yeah. So so you know what I mean? It's. Of course we have forests. I don't even know why I asked. But for all of you who don't know, uh, we do even have forests here. Now, they aren't going to be like the forests like up north or, <laughs> or Some of them are. anywhere Some else. Some of them are, are live oak forests, uh, very large. Just And so the, the funny thing about uh, oak is that it's like you've got like a central node oak and then you've got a bunch of areas where they'll like they'll they'll kind of branch out. So there's like a whole bunch of it. Like a lot of the oaks are, are the same tree. Even though they 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 look a little differently, I just know I'm allergic to it. Well, so the interesting thing about that though is that that's why you always have to hit them with the uh, the pruning stuff because if something gets into the oak, like one oak, like after you pruned on one side, mm-hmm. it'll kill like a whole swath of it. Really? Right? Yeah, that's weird. Um, well, but you yeah. Know, so we've got so... larger areas, and we even have swamplands. We've got some other stuff, and that makes sense for us to be running into things like Bigfoot. Bigfoots. So, um, yeah. You know, I've I've heard of 
you know, us having Bigfoot stuff, I, I haven't really gotten into like a whole bunch of it. I had no idea. That we I had didn't know Bigfoot. we had a, and, or, a Bigfoot research center. Yeah, or a Texas Bigfoot re- research center. Like, I wanted to do more research on that, but I, I we we, had a couple of more stories to do. So I'm, was... I'm sure it's high caliber. He's like, we want to see if this bull will go right through that damn thing. He's running around. He's pissing us <laughs> we off. We just want to kill Run, it. Run, Bigfoot. We just want to mount it. That's yep. all we want to do. That's what we want to have. A big old bu- <laughs> So Welcome to the Texas Bigfoot Research Center. Or we got one. <laughs> Sorry to get a drink. <laughs> that made me That made me laugh so hard I almost aspirated. Okay. So um, next we actually have um, a very, very famous story. It's actually right here where we're from. Um, it's called The Ghost Tracks. Mm-hmm. So... Um, over a century ago, which could be, you know, anywhere from 100 to, to almost 200 years mm-hmm. ago. Um, so a group of school children were on their way home from a field trip. Um, they had an awful accident wherever they were going across some, uh, some train tracks in their school bus. The school bus, um, stalled out on, on the railroad tracks. And in the, in the story I read, um, they actually had a train coming, but the light wasn't on that the train had. I don't see that as a thing. Like, I don't know. I don't imagine that happening. Anyway. Well, so, it, it, and it's very easy to, to happen. Uh, you know, if they have... To not a, have a train light on? If there's a malfunction. I mean, it doesn't normally happen. Don't get me wrong. But I'm well, just saying it could happen. Well, in this story, the, the, the train light was malfunctioning, I guess. And so... Um, they didn't hear the train coming or they didn't, definitely didn't see the train coming. So the train hit the school bus and actually ended all the lives of the children that were in the school bus. The only person that survived was the teacher. Um, she was depressed as all hell for obvious reasons. I mean, her entire, her entire class was just, you know, killed. And so she actually ended up, um, whenever she healed, um, she ended up taking her car and driving it back to the railroad tracks so that way uh, she could end her life the same way that all of her students' lives ended. Um, it was at that point that her car was pushed off the railroad tracks. Um, and whenever she got out of her car, um, she looked at her car and there was all these tiny handprints that seemed to be pushing her car um, from the trunk and back bumper off of the railroad tracks super crazy and so it's actually told that if you go um and you are parked on the railroad tracks you put your car in neutral um that your car will be pushed off um it's also recommended that you put flour on the back of your trunk and bumper so that way you can see the tiny handprints or if you're like me and your car is just hella dirty it should also work yeah so interestingly enough about that now they they have done some scientific experiments even though the the land there looks uh, relatively level it actually is tipping to one way so a lot of people are, are assuming that if you put your car there and you you put it in uh in neutral because that's that's the way you do it you always put it in neutral uh out of gear and uh they say well then it'll, of course it'll start uh, rolling forward now the thing is is that i've seen that for for years uh that was on on the news when i was a kid uh, where they would go out, they would try to recreate it, and things like that sometimes would happen, sometimes wouldn't, depending on on the car and all this other kind of stuff. But the interesting thing is, is that there were at least a few cases of at least people. I don't know if it was well documented, but it was at least uh, uh, you know told to us this way. Was you would still have every now and then people with handprints mm-hmm. all over their car. Yeah, actually, people that we know said the same thing. because yeah. this is like a very. Um, coming of age thing to do here in this city um you go to get the hell scared out of you by at the ghost tracks um but that is always a a thing is you put flour on the back of your car see if you have handprints and a lot of people have documented the handprints being on the back of their car and they can't explain it and a lot of times you know it's they try to write it off as oh well it's just because it's just handprints that are left over from you know opening or, or closing your trunk or, or you know anything like that but some of them are really small and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and you know this is one of those those times when you sit there and you're like this is something i've actually i i remember i've heard i've seen and it, it's one of those like you don't know you don't it's it's that little bit of magic in the world that you just you want it to still be a thing yeah so it's it's just creepy too sometimes it's just like eh. But at least, you know, if it is real, then ghost kids are keeping you from going out the way that they did. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to do La Chusa, so you can do 
The Marfalites or Jackalopes? Or Jackalopes. I like how you have Jackalopes on here and you have nothing for them. Well, I figured that you could come up with some shit for some Jackalopes. Well, Jackalopes are, are an interesting creature. And if you ever have the, the, uh, the you know, ability to come down to Texas, you will see mounted Jackalope heads all over the place. Jackalope is a bunny, a little bit larger than normal bunnies. It's a Jackrabbit. Um, yeah, but with a set of antlers on them. Now, all of those heads are... Most of the time, they they're, people will come up and like, no, no, those, that's a fake one. Every now and then, you'll have somebody who really pushes the fact that, oh, no, this is real. This is a, this a real This is an actual jackalope. jackalope. <laughs> uh, some of them, very convincing. It's a little odd. And maybe there's there is like a couple of diseases for, for jackrabbits that will cause odd protrusions. So maybe that was the first time that you ever saw it. You know, you, you thought it was a jackalope. But that's know. a... That's it's it is a quintessential Texan thing. Now I know I've seen it like somebody in like Arizona trying to push them, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's that's not yours. It's ours. However, though, if anybody out there has jackalopes, which I don't really know if you would consider a jackalope, because I don't know if anywhere else has jackrabbits other than Texas. But uh, if you do have jackrabbits who have random, you know, antlers, then reach out to us and let us know, because I would love to see if if that like if our if that in particular. Like, those cryptids are somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Like, just like Bigfoot. We didn't realize a Bigfoot was a Texas thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Let us know. Or like a hoop snake. <laughs> hoop snake. Hoop yep. snake is a snake that bites its tail and rolls around the desert like a hoop. That is so stupid. It's so weird. It's it, Why do they call it a hoop snake? Why wouldn't they call it, like, Cause it a rolls tire, like a, a tire It rolls snake. like a hoop. <laughs> they didn't have tires. They had hoops. <laughs> this is very long time ago. <laughs> Call it a tire snake. It's a, it's a, we're not gonna call it a tire snake. It's not a BF Goodrich. Yeah, it's not, it's not it's a, a firestone. It's not gonna like just shred itself. Fire snake. Fall apart. But uh, we also had the Marfa lights. Now these are slightly different from the Saratoga lights. The Saratoga lights are caused by a, a, a clearly caused, at least you know story wise, by a spirit of a lineman who died. The Marfa lights. We have are no freaking clue what the Marfa lights are. It is a a tourist thing. People we know people. Who have gone out there My several times My to cousins. go see these Marfa lights. Uh, and it's, you know, in the titular town of, of Marfa, uh, Texas, you can see these strange lights. It's very tourist friendly. You go out, you sit out there. Uh, since the 1800s, the lights have been uh, seen in Marfa. These lights pulsate, disappear, break apart, merge together, fly across the sky in all different colors. Texas Department of Transportation has fully embraced the phenomenon. Uh, and set up a viewing pavilion. That adds Texas. Uh, They're so like, you the... want to see these lights? You're going to look at these lights safely. Yeah. You know, and they probably, it was probably like an eight year project where they were doing like six other projects at the same time. They built half of it. They wait. You know, that's TDS if you ever have to deal with it. But they did actually make a viewing pavilion for this. So, um, it's just so crazy because nobody knows what the heck these lights are. And they are so random and so just they're random and Mm. some people you know sometimes you go out there you see them most of the time you go out there and see them sometimes you don't um i know people have used like radar and they're not getting anything i know people are like freaked out they think it's the uh it's aliens Aliens. people are like it's it's groom lake we're seeing some you know people flying around from area 51 there's a lot of different you know things that it could be it's really interesting but those have been out there for Ever. Yeah. So it's not I've like actually just heard of them recently, like though. Drones or anything like that. Yeah, like I've actually just heard of them recently. Yeah, so. recently, as in like 2000 something or no, like right? within the last like, like whenever my cousins were like, "Hey, we're going yeah, to Marfa." That like, was a while ago. No, it wasn't. That was. It's probably like five years ago. Yeah, it's still a while ago. I don't think it's that long. Anyways, either way, actually, no, it wasn't even five years. Anyways, <sighs> either way, I think that we should go see the Marfa lights. I don't want to go to Marfa. Marfa's tiny. Well, Marfa's tiny, and they have it's totally off subject, like of the Marfa lights. But they have like this weird little fashion strip. So they have like a Prada store, and so, like some other stores. But you you can't actually shop. It's literally just a window because these shops are are so small, and it's just like a window of like Prada purses. It's like look what you could have. <laughs> If this was a real it's story, so you could weird. have one of these. Apparently, it's a good place to take photo shoots and stuff like that for models and all that stuff. But it's just, so it's it, it looks, like, very deserty. Like, there's nothing out there except for, like, some shrubs. This is West Texas. So this is very close to El Paso kind of area. 
Uh, and if you look at, at a map of Texas with the counties, you'll see these little tiny boxes for the most part. And then when you get to, to West Texas, it goes big because that's the population density. You, you have to have a huge, huge square footage to get the amount of population that you need to make a, a you know, county. Yeah. Well, Marfa, Marfa is just straight up sand and dirt. Yeah. It's, or it's just hot. dirt. Yeah. And it's hot. It looks, it looks like a desert. So it's a desert. And then you see this random like Prada store. It's just, it's goofy. <laughs> um, and last but not least, we've got the, what is it? Oh, I see. You're just trying to move me on. Huh? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we have La Chusa. Do you know who La Chusa is? No. Really? No. How do you not know La Chusa? You've been dating me for seven years. You don't know La Chusa? Yeah, I, I'm not there when your mom tries <sighs> to scare you into doing things. <laughs> First of all, that only happened once. Okay, I have a funny story about that. Anyways, so La Chusa. No, tell the funny story. So a La, no, I can't. Not yet. I have to say what a La Chusa is. Okay. So a La Chusa is a witch who sold her soul um, for magical powers. Um, who Basically, her magical powers are turning into a bird. She ends up looking like a harpy. Um, that's the easiest way to describe it. So she has the face of a woman, but the body of a bird, mm -hmm. a giant ass bird. Um, so, uh, seeing her is said to be an omen that someone in your family will die. And I didn't know this part, but a way to ward off a Latrusa is to tie seven, seven knots in a rope or, um, pray. Oh yeah. The pray, the pray thing the, is actually... The praying thing is... The, the praying is, thing will probably come in handy more than seven knots in a rope, because who has rope? Well, so, the the funny thing is, is that um, when I was looking up... Because I was looking up different kinds of vampires, uh, for some reason... Rice. Was that the rice thing? Wherever you throw rice on the ground, and then it makes them count it? Well, uh, so rice is one of them. Uh, change. Big bag of change. They'll do that. Uh, that's that's Chinese like, vampires. Oh, I was like, I feel like the rice would be harder. Sunflower seeds. Um, okay but uh tiny things yeah so just like a, a whole bag of seeds was was one of the european ways to do it and it's because for some reason they always describe vampires as being very ocd they're just like oh god i have <laughs> so to count this the, the funny <laughs> thing was is that they had a, an episode of the x-files where they were doing things like that really yeah so uh it was funny because the the red-headed chubby kid from like um the big green and uh uh, he was in, um, uh, God, you'd recognize a Sandlot. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kid. Uh -huh. So he was in there uh, as, a, like, I, I don't know if he was an adult or, like, a teenager at that point. He still looks the same. He still looks the same now. He's, yeah, he looks the same now. Yeah. Movie. But uh, he, um, he was a vampire. I think Mulder kills him. And they, like, are trying to figure out what, like, happened. Like, because it's, it's out of the way and nowhere. And he's doing things like. It's like you know, counting stuff. Like yeah, throwing. He threw his sunflower seeds because Mulder always eats sunflower seeds. Yeah. And he, and he was like pissed off. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. And he's like, one, two, three, four. And <laughs> that's interesting. I'm gonna have to yeah. rewatch X Files. It's been uh, such a long time since I've watched it. Another one was uh, brooms. If you uh, you flip a broom over, you leave the the broom up. They'll start counting the uh, the the broom the bristles for the broom. Oh, so they're just like counting stuff. Well, the Latusa is not. Um, so OCD. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so uh, the Latrusa is actually the whole point for her and the whole uh, she, she goes after you if you're alone. So if you're walking alone at night, she will take you. Um, and that's one of the things that that, you know, is told to us as children is, you know, hurry up and get home. Because if you're if you're not home before dark, then Latrusa will get you. So the funny story that I was going to tell you is we were on our way to Houston and this was before they really built up everything. So there was a lot of like wooded areas on both sides of the of the highway, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we're there and we're driving. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> my mom was telling us scary stories. And so she told me, well, I don't think John was born yet. So she was telling me about La Chusa. Mm -hmm. So, so she's telling me the stories and stuff like that. <laughs> and she... I'm already freaking out because she's like, it's a bird lady and it comes to get you. And she's horrifying and she has a bird body, but she has a human face and she's really ugly. And she's telling me all this and I'm terrified. And so we're driving, we're driving and it gets a little bit quiet. And she goes, oh my God, Lachusa's is at your door. And I started screaming, crying because I was like, don't let her get me. Like, I, I lost my mind. I lost it. And 
everybody was laughing. My dad was laughing because I'm pretty sure he was in the car. And my mom was laughing. And yeah, you wonder why I turned out the way I did. <laughs> you know, it's really funny to me because <laughs> the, the best part about that is you're mother will not watch horror movies not with anymore. anymore but remember she used to really and, and love them you keep telling me that and I'm like I it's can't. crazy like it's crazy so to it's think always of. A, it's, it's such a, a like <laughs> my mom is a very well to do person and like we totally like now if you know her now she totally does not look like the kind of person who would love scary movies but I'm telling you she used to love scary movies and we have so many stories that, that's one of the things I used to love about going to my grandma's is that we um Whenever we had family come over, they would always tell, it would always end in ghost stories mm. or like creepy stuff. So I remember um, about La Chusa, actually, one of my, I can't remember who it was, but it, I think it was my grandma or grandpa's brother or something like that. Um, but they came over and they were telling us because he, he lived on a ranch. He was telling us how he caught a bird. And it ended up, he went to go check on this bird in the morning, and it was a woman in the cage. It was crazy. Like, and he could have totally been, like, messing with us. You know, he totally could have been. But I remember it was really freaking horrifying. So I'm like, what the hell do you mean that there was a lady in there if there was a bird? Like, that's nuts. And, you know, as an older, like, as an elder, you would you would absolutely, you know, believe it. <laughs> Because, oh, I, I would, I would, I'd be telling those stories anyway, even if I knew they weren't. I so. mean, it was, it was so creepy, but that, so that's why La Chusa is so familiar to me, and I guess why I'm like, what do you mean you don't know about La Chusa? Like now, I have to tell my mom to tell you all the <laughs> crazy stories. But what about you? Is there, uh, you know, we're we're pretty much at the at the end of what we've got. I'm do sure you there's have, more. But... Oh, there's there's tons, there's tons and tons and tons of of Texas folklore, folklore in general. Are there? creepy stories that you know we want to hear the stories about your state yeah or or province or or parish or wherever the hell you're from you know we don't know where you're from let us know let us know by telling us your ghost stories reach out to us and tell it to us at esat3am at gmail.com or visit our website esat3am.com and reach out to us on facebook and twitter at esat3am Honestly, I kind of suck at keeping up with the Facebook, but damn it, I try. So if you send me a message, I will I will find it and I will see it. If your story is less than a minute, go ahead and reach out to us at anchor.fm. Uh, and I think ours is everything scary at 3 a.m. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear you, you know, tell us the story. We can even put it up on if uh, if you, you want if, to. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you want to talk to us. You know yeah. what? We will find a way. If you want to talk to us and tell us your story, we will find a way to make it work. We're trying to, like, you know, spread out, you know, spread our wings, do some new things. Um, we're also working on a new logo. So, you know what? We're really working on this for you. Yep. To, well, get, to mean, bring we, you a better show. 100, 100 episodes, you know, 100 more to come at least. Yep. At least a hundred. You have no like, idea how much me and John legitimately, can talk. Legitimately, we we've like wrote out at least you know for. Oh my god, we're at like, like one hundred fifty. Oh, are we? Like yeah. Oh my god, yeah. we have so much I to review. There, there's, there's so much. So, so many more bad keep, movies to come. We keep moving things around because there have been like. You know, oh hey, you can watch the new Conjuring movie. Okay, let's do that one. So I guess I'll have to put Evolver later on. Oh man, I don't get to watch Lawnmower Man again. Jesus. Oh god, just as long as it's not Lumberjack Man. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Later. You have a great night. I didn't realize that you were going to cut it off so soon. Yeah. Oh, well, you, All right. The, until next time is the later part. So until, until the next time. Okay, bye. Y'all take care. Bye.